USA News. I'm Jeremy Scott. President Biden says he's confident a deal can be reached on the debt ceiling. The president at the G7 summit in Hiroshima said he's not at all concerned about the talks with Republican leaders, which stopped and then restarted on Friday with no progress. Biden says he still believes something will get done to avoid a default. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has warned the U.S. could default as soon as June 1st if Congress does not raise the debt ceiling. The list of Republican candidates for president is getting longer. After launching a presidential exploratory committee last month, Senator Tim Scott of South Carolina has filed a run for president in 2024. Scott is expected to make an official announcement on Monday. The GOP field includes former President Donald Trump, former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley, and former Arkansas Governor Aza Hutchinson. Basketball fans cheer on Brittany Griner in her WNBA return. Look at Brittany Griner just ear to ear joy and jubilation etched across her countenance tonight the 32 year old griner kicked off her 10th season with the phoenix mercury friday night with a game against the los angeles sparks the entire crowd at the crypto.com arena broke out in cheers when griner was introduced including vice president kamala harris who was in the stands Greiner had spent 10 months in prison in Russia for alleged drug smuggling and was released last December in a prisoner swap. On Friday, she scored 18 points, grabbed six rebounds, and had two assists. The Sparks came out on top. 94-71. I'm Karen Sloan. The NFL is remembering Jim Brown following news of his death. The Hall of Famer retired after nine years with the Browns, rushed for 12,000 yards in his career along with 106 rushing touchdowns. He was 87 years old. This is USA News. Mornings were made for better things than rheumatoid arthritis or RA. Zelljan's tofacitinib is a pill for adults with moderate to severe RA when tumor necrosis factor blockers did not work well or could not be tolerated. Zelljans can help relieve joint pain, swelling, and help stop further joint damage. Zelljans can lower your ability to fight infections. Don't start if you have one. Before and during treatment, your doctor should check for infections like TB and do blood tests. Serious, sometimes fatal infections, cancers including lymphoma and lung, blood clots, serious heart-related events, tears in the stomach or intestines, and allergic reactions have happened. People 50 and older with heart disease risk factors have an increased risk of death. Tell your doctor if you've had hepatitis B or C, have flu-like symptoms, are prone to infections, or have ever had a heart attack, stroke, clot, or other heart problems, or swelling of lips, tongue, throat, or hives. Ask your doctor about prescription Zeljans. Visit Zeljans.com or call 1-844-ZELJANS. Nebraska lawmakers are passing a 12-week abortion ban and restricting gender-affirming health care for people under the age of 19. After a vote of 33 to 15, the bill is poised to become law, as Republican Governor Jim Pillen said he looks forward to signing it upon final passage. The measure would make it illegal for medical providers to perform an abortion after 12 weeks of pregnancy, with exceptions for rape, incest, and undefined medical emergencies. It also bans a large number of medical treatments that fall under the umbrella of gender-affirming care, including hormone treatments and puberty blockers. I'm Brian Shook. Minnesota Governor Tim Wall signs a historic gun safety bill into law. If anyone in America doubts that we are going to do everything to protect our children, I said watch us. The legislation puts in place new gun control measures like universal background checks and so-called red flag laws. Jimmy Buffett is on the mend after being hospitalized in Boston. And warned fans, growing old is not for sissies. (laughs) 
The Margaritaville singer, who's 76, said in a letter shared to Twitter that he'd been admitted to the hospital after a checkup to address some issues that needed immediate attention and would have to reschedule his show in Charleston, South Carolina. He ended his Twitter letter with the words, not yet. I'm Corey Myers. I'm Jeremy Scott, USA News. Have you ever picked up a towel set because it felt really soft in the store? But then when you go to use it, it's not very absorbent. That's why MyPillow has developed the MyPillow towels. Towels that work. The six-piece towel set includes two bath towels, two hand towels, and two washcloths. And right now you can receive a six-piece set for only $39.98 with promo code USA. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener special, and enter promo code USA. Or call 800-951-8175. That's MyPillow.com, promo code USA. So, you need life insurance, right? Protection for your family? But who has time to meet with an agent? You're busy. But what if there was a better way? A way to protect your family, your loved ones, make sure you can send your kids to college, keep the family home, no matter what happens? Well, you can. With no agent visit, no medical exam, no blood work, none of the stuff that makes life insurance a hassle. Go to ethosliferadio.com. That's ethosliferadio.com. Ethos Life Radio is a 100% online buying platform for life insurance powered by Ethos. We match you after a simple online interview with a life insurance insurance policy that matches your needs at the best price. EthosLifeRadio.com shops your policy to over 100 carriers instantly to get you the best price. And best of all, EthosLifeRadio.com is a marketplace. This is not a lead source. Your information will not just be sold with endless emails, calls, and texts. We give you the opportunity to buy life insurance online. Simple. In less than 15 minutes online. With no medical exam if you qualify. Do the right thing for your family today. Go to EthosLifeRadio.com. EthosLifeRadio.com. One. The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for RadioLawTalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, RadioLawTalk.com. Welcome to Radio Law Talk. I'm your host, Frederick Penny, with Todd Cunin and our uh, producer, Cal Hunter. We are excited to be here the 20th of May, 2023. It is summertime rolling in, and we're excited about it. Call us at 855-LAW-RADIO, or it's 855-529-7234. If you want to call in and have our illustrious producer, Cal Hunter, chit-chat with you about... uh, what is going on? Uh, look, this is the most exciting, entertaining, and only sometimes informative show on earth. So don't set your bar too high, but we're going to have a good show today. I'm telling you, it's exciting. Remember, we're talking about general topics of law. Seek counsel. We're not giving legal advice. Go to our website, www.radiolawtalk.com, to read our disclaimers. Don't do it while you're driving. Do it late at night when you want to go to sleep and 3 in the morning when you wake up. We're going to have a wonderful case or no case. That's where Cal Hunter, our illustrious, our illustrious producer, tries to stump us and, and tell us a, a scenario. And it's either a real case or it's not a real case. And then we have to try to determine the outcome. That's Todd and I. Uh, today, we're going to talk about Lori Vallow in Idaho. Yeah, th- th- just be prepared to be talking <laughs> about Chad Daybill and Lori Vallow for a little while. Um, but the latest there, um, book lawsuit in Florida, what that's all about. Uh, Varsity Blues, the ones where 
the parents were allegedly, uh, or at least some found, um, giving universities money in order to get their kids in. Uh, there is some huge news on that issue. You thought it was over? No, it's not. Um, Holmes, final, final, you know, everything. She's exhausted everything, but she's going to prison. Uh, and her final uh, hoorah, what she's asking for now. Uh, Supreme Court. Uh, comes down with a number of uh, important rulings recently this past week. We're going to talk about those. Um, I'm not going to get in detail. Man, I did. I thought this was over too, but Epstein, lawsuit still concerning Epstein. Um, if you don't know who he is, we'll discuss that. But Epstein's next. And why is Texas suing hotels? Does anybody know why Texas is, is suing hotels? We're going to tell you why. And then Todd's going to get into Haley Pullins. Uh, Pullins, uh, General Hospital star. I don't know. Is it Pullins or Pullis? Yeah. Pullis? Well, I don't know. Pullis? Um, and then we're going to talk about um, one final thing that uh, about prison that you would not believe what is happening with a lawsuit concerning the prisons. It, th that one's the most bizarre one, and that's why we're leaving it to the end. Don't you hate that when you go to a concert your favorite concert, and by the way, I'm getting older and I want to go home early, and they're playing everything that you don't care about until the last half hour. It drives you nuts, and that's what we're doing here. It's the encore songs that come out, and you're like, oh, you know, if you'd have played that one in the first 20 minutes, I, I'd have gotten some sleep. I know. Well, not only that, I don't even mind, Todd. I don't even mind them saving, like, a, a good one for last or one or two. But there's some bands that they pay the the six top ones the last six. You know what I mean? And it's like, come on, guys, did you just fill in a little bit in the middle? Probably because they want to. They don't want to be finishing the show with a stadium now that's only uh, two thirds full because everybody was thinking the exact same thing we are. <laughs> oh, all right, this is play the song from the '80s so I can make it to the Sizzler buffet in time for dinner. I know it's only four o'clock. Uh, by the way, I'm not in. I no. Uh, <clears throat> No, no intent to impersonate Cal Hunter was meant by that. You're just I being love, mean to by me. the way, <laughs> I'm throwing it out there. I love Sizzler, and Sizzler has gone out. It keeps going out of business. They're yeah. the, the two that were near us in in Sacramento, California, are both gone, to my knowledge. Yeah, the franchise is right. I'm, I mean, just, uh, it's sad. They're changing their name from Sizzler to Simmer. And yeah. uh, oh, that's a good one. That's <laughs> rare, <a> rare. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and and let's let's uh, last night by the speaking of. Let's go back to the concert thing. Uh, the anecdotal things we're doing. Isn't it the worst? You know what the worst thing you can hear in going to an '80s, uh, '90s concert with you know older people? What's the worst? I think Cal doesn't know this answer. I know Todd knows the answer. Carol King. What, no, oh, no. What's the worst thing you can hear from the lead singer? The what? worst thing. What? Do you know this, Todd? Oh, uh, do tell. Cal, can you do a drum roll, Cal? I would, except the computer is oh, locked up right now. Yeah. I'm sorry. He's always hold locked on. up with Cal. He's a locked up. All right, here me. it is. On, here it on. is. Here it is. The worst thing in the world you can hear is, and now from our new album. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That's the Paul McCartney <laughs> trick. Yeah. The, I've oh, got, my I've, gosh. I've got a song I've written you don't care about, Beatles music coming up. Right? <laughs> it's like, I don't want to listen to your new song. I want to no. listen to the last 40 number one hits that you had over the past... Forty years, you know, or, or when you when, when you take your kid to a to a concert, and 
and it's a band that was popular when you were in the 80s, and your kid says, you know, that song sounds a lot like what I heard in the elevator on the way up here. That's exactly <laughs> like, oh, didn't no. they play that at the Rayleigh's where we were buying rutabagas? <laughs> exactly. that's, that's us. Anyway, we're going to talk about uh, some interesting things um, as we go forward. You know what? I, I, you know what? Some interesting things about music. And I, and I want to bring this up. I just watched the documentary, I know it's been around, on Tower Records. And if you guys want to listen or watch the most interesting documentary about business, about the, I'm going to call it the cult culture of the, the LP and records, um, that Tower Records is an absolute awesome Netflix program that shows from the very beginning of Russ, I can't remember Russ's last name, but Russ is his first name that, that founded it, started in Sacramento, California, started not too far from where we are. And yeah. it was huge. And it went worldwide. Yeah, yeah. And I, there's a lot of things I didn't know. And I guess I'm, I'm going to tell you the punchline, though. Not, not all the punchline, but some of them are still going today. But talk about going from billions of dollars in sales to complete bankruptcy goes to the issue of businesses where you better adjust your sales. And, and then not only that, and they did bring up the issue, and this is, I'm not, I'm not giving it away, debt. High debt, you know, when you go into high debt. And you know as well as I do, Cal. You've been in the business for a long time, and Todd and I know this. What happened? It just it turns so fast from LPs to disc, CDs to, oh, CDs will be there forever to, you know, then Napster comes, and then all of a sudden, next thing you know, you, you they're done. LPs, cassettes, CDs, streaming, download. And, and, uh, pro- and profit goes from 15 bucks a unit, like in an album, right. to 15 cents in a download. That's exactly it, right. And what was happening, too, is you've got people who, I only want one song. I don't want to buy a whole album. So guess what? For 99 cents, they'll go buy it. Which is, which is what it used to be back in the 50s and the 60s. You'd go out and you'd get that little 45. It was singles. Then it all went to LPs. You know, Another industry that's similar to that, I, I tell my kids that uh, I used to work at a video store. Oh, yeah. oh come on. And, and like a blockbuster thing? And, and they are, well, what's that? Yeah. What, what is a video store? Blockbuster was massive. Yeah. yeah. Tells you sell, 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 right? Like, uh, not to, we're, we're, we're off topic, but I just love business, and it's no different than Clubhouse. If you know social media, Clubhouse was huge. It was worth, they got offered $4 billion from Twitter at one time. Clubhouse? Club, that's exactly, Cal doesn't even know what that I've is. I've never heard of it. But it's Isn't like, a, it's yeah. a social network where you go in and talk about topics, and it's almost defunct. I mean, it's just like there's hardly any people using or listening to it now. Wow. Anyway, we got a lot of cool stuff we're going to talk about. We're going to do a case or no case when we come back. Cal's going to try to stump us, and then we'll get into uh, Lori Vallow in Idaho. We'll be back. All right. Heads up to our affiliates. We will not be airing any commercials this break the way it looks, but we will make sure that we leave on time and come back on time, which is a shock for many of you. Anyway, stay tuned as Radio Law Talk proceeds here. Our first break is coming up in 15 seconds from now. Stay tuned. RadioLawTalk.com
82nd Airborne Division. He never talked about it, and my mom knew not to ask. So dad buried himself in work and self-medicated and would lose his temper sometimes. Loud noises would put him on edge. It got rough. So I finally said to him, Dad, you gotta get help. As a family member or friend, you may be the first to notice when a veteran you love has been going through changes. Things like withdrawing, drinking more, or increased anger could be a sign of a larger health concern, but help is available. Dad finally went to VA for one-on-one -on -one and group therapy and got some really great tools to help him manage things. And I got my dad back. Listen to hundreds of inspiring stories at maketheconnection.net and learn how you can support the veterans in your life. Treatment works. Recovery is possible. Remember, Radio Law Talk is available As a 9 to noon Pacific every Saturday. Live on RadioLawTalk.com and on many radio stations coast to coast. Family member or friend, you may be the first to notice when a veteran you love has been going through changes. Things like withdrawing, drinking more, or increased anger could be a sign of a larger health concern. But help is available. Listen to hundreds of inspiring stories at maketheconnection.net and learn how you can support the veterans in your life. Treatment works. Recovery is possible. And now back to the show. Here are Todd Kunin and Frederick Penny, guys. All right. We're uh, going to talk about Doomsday Mom Lori Vallow in a little bit. But before, before we do that, we asked Cal Hunter if he's got his music for Case or No Case. He does. No, nope, I got Radio Lot Talk oh. music because, oh, okay. you know, uh, Windows enough. hostage. Here we go. All right. Our first Case or No Case today, Andrea Feliz works at a fast food restaurant in San Jose, California. It was a Sunday night, and her boss, Hakeem Kingsley, informed Andrea that she had a mandatory training meeting Tuesday night at 8 o'clock. Andrea said, well... You can turn the music off, Cal. Yeah, I will. And Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Andrea said, okay, but I will have 39 hours on the clock by then, and so two of those hours, hours will be overtime, and... You have a no-overtime policy, so how's that going to work? Oh, and besides, she said, I have an appointment Tuesday night. Sorry, can't make it. Hakeem said, oh, no, you'll make it. Yeah, it's mandatory. And, and by the way, nobody's getting paid for attending this meeting. It's a training meeting, not work. She reminded him that theirs is a transactional relationship, hours for money and money for time. 
And he said, you need to make certain sacrifices for your job, so just be there. End of discussion. She didn't go. He cut her loose. And she said, thank you. That's interesting. My next stop is not going to be at the unemployment office. It's going to be to the Department of Labor Relations because what you've done here isn't right. Yes, I'm going to ask them if I have a case or no case. Todd, what do you think about this? What do I think about this? Well, first off, um, if she goes to the – this was California? Yep, San Jose. San Jose, okay. So if she goes to the labor – Department of Labor Relations, the Labor Board, the fair, yeah. whatever that agency Those people. is. Yeah. If she goes there, they will file. I mean, they, they will file and investigate whether or not there's merit to it. I mean, I, I don't see them going, yeah, you don't have a case. I see them saying, um, yes, you, you, you may have a case. We'll, we'll, we will go ahead and file and, and then leave it up to you to present the evidence to see if there's something to support it, right? right. Um, it's also a, a prerequisite. You have to file first and then get a, uh, a right to sue letter if you want to pursue it on your own through a private attorney. And they say, okay, great. Well, we don't have to deal with it. So, have at it. Yeah. So uh, it, it, is a, it is a case. Now, here's the thing. I'm going to say that Hakeem, as odd as this sounds, prevails. And the reason why is because she didn't go to the meeting. Now, he can say it's a mandatory meeting. He can say you have to go. But she is saying, well, you you weren't going to pay me for it. You weren't going to do this. In order for her to perfect that claim, she would have had to actually go to the meeting, have the hours, incur the overtime, and then sue him for the unpaid wage for the hours that she spent going, because she is right. If he requires her to go to training, that has to be paid training. If it bumps her to where she's over 40 hours in the week, then he has to pay the overtime for that. The problem is, by skipping the meeting, she never incurred those hours, and therefore, he didn't have an obligation. She doesn't have a claim because she skipped the meeting. In fact, because it was mandatory, she was required to go. He would be justified in letting in terminating her because she didn't go to a meeting that he called that was a mandatory meeting. So, case she loses. So you're saying, go to the meeting and worry about the details afterward as the error made in that. That's case. that's the error okay. she made. Fred Penny, what say you? Case, wow, case I, I don't have to do anything now. No, you're done. Go uh, home, everybody. Uh, yeah, Thank that you. was easy. <laughs> Unless uh, I'm wrong. <laughs> no, actually, it was clearly you have to pay him for their training. Uh, and that's part of uh, your employment, and you got to pay him. Yes, you have to pay him overtime. By the way, California, every state's different. You look at it. California, some states do overtime per week. So 40 hours a week, if they work 41 hours, guess what? It's overtime for one hour. But in California, if one day, let's say you work 35 hours in a week, but one of the days you work nine hours, you get one hour of overtime for the day. So they look at California per day overtime. And so it's more restrictive to employers. And that's why a lot of companies move out of California, by the way, because um, <clears throat> the overtime rules are extremely strict. And a lot of EDD rules and regulations in California are extremely strict. Hence, the people moving out of California, the businesses moving out of California. So the answer is she would win for sure. Just like Todd said, um, this is a, a for sure a scenario. The question is, is this a scenario or a full-blown case? And that's what I'm going to have to try to figure out. And you're right, Todd. 
they would have lost because she didn't perfect. She you just needed to show up and say when he didn't pay the overtime. Then that's when you argue. You can't argue, you know. Hey, you got you got fired because you didn't show up, not because of you weren't going to pay be paid. So the question is: Is this a case or a scenario? So you say it's a case. Yep, I say she wins. I say case, and she loses because she didn't show. Well, I mean, up. she loses because yeah. she didn't yeah. show up, which I agree a hundred percent. The question is: Is it a scenario or not? Mm. Cal, which way should I go? Which side do you? I'd go, <laughs> if it were me, Fred, I would go case or scenario. That's what I would do. Okay, I would, all right. Wait, wait, wait to narrow that one down there, Cal. Oh my gosh, I'm pulling a. Um, you know what? Denise is gone, so I'm going to try to make sure that we both score a lot. So I'm going to stick with Todd. I'm going to say it is an actual case, and she loses because she does not show up, Cal, and that's the reason she does not show up. And that's what I think. The reason, let me tell you why I'm bringing that up. Yeah. Because there's, it's crazy because it's so obvious, you think, and it's so straightforward. The first thing when you start talking about, I was like, gut reaction was, well, obviously she's going to win that one. And he's got, you got to pay for the, when they show up to training, that's part of it. But I think that's the trickery here is um, <laughs> Cal is like saying it sounds so I obvious. Mean, he set it up to really vilify the employer. Right. You know, the, right. Even the presentation was such that yes. it was really set up to make the employer look better. All right. When we come back, Cal. Come like the state's EDD. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> and it's in California. So when we come back, Cal's going to tell us what happened in California. Look at your state, those employers listening. Look at your state and figure out, you know, is the hourly per day, per month, per week? And uh, there's different rules. You got to pay for training. Some, you know, some don't. Here's the other thing, by the way, I'm going to throw out there. What about when they travel? Do you have to pay them overtime for travel? Ooh, big I mean, question. Are the hours in the car yes. considered working? Hmm, and you have to pay them the full amount. There's hmm. rules there, by the way. Hmm. We'll be back. Hmm. You're listening to Radio Law Talk. Don't worry about the spot play. We've got uh, bad problems on my end, but they're not your problems. Stay tuned. Radio Law Talk will continue. Law Talk and RadioLawTalk.com.
USA News update. No news is not necessarily good news in Washington. President Biden and Republicans remain far apart on the debt ceiling as the June 1st deadline looms. Lawmakers briefly resumed talks after they were put on pause earlier Friday. Jerry Barmash reporting Congress needs to raise the debt limit by June 1st to avoid a default. Nebraska lawmakers have passed a 12-week abortion ban and restricted gender-affirming health care for those under the age of 19. The measure would make it illegal for medical providers to perform an abortion after 12 weeks, except in rare circumstances, and also bans medical treatments such as hormone treatments and puberty blockers. Minnesota's governor has signed a historic gun safety bill into law. The measure signed Friday establishes universal background checks for private gun sales. It also puts so-called red flag laws into place. That's Karen Sloan, Jeremy Scott, USA News. Texting enrolls you in recurring automated marketing text messages. Consent not required to purchase. Message and data rates may apply. <sighs> Leaving for the gym so early? I'm ready to go. Since you started taking Nugenics Total Tea, you've been acting like when we met in our 20s. I feel like myself again. Lower testosterone after turning 40 slowed me down. Nugenics Total Tea has been a game changer for me. What is it about Nugenics Total Tea that's different? Well, it's a patented key ingredient called Testofen. It boosts free and total testosterone to help you get back the drive and energy from your youth. It's backed by five clinical studies. I've seen the huge difference it's made for you in the gym, at work, and in the bedroom. I'm so glad I sent them a text for my complimentary bottle. Text PRIDE to 321321 right now for your complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total Tea. Nugenics is the number one selling testosterone-boosting brand at GNC and Walmart. Do it now, and we'll also send you a bottle of Nugenics Thermo X, our newest, most powerful fat burner ever, absolutely free. Text PRIDE to 321321. That's PRIDE to 321321. Greece is cheap. But the airfare costs a fortune. Paris? Not much closer. And again, airfare... What about Puerto Vallarta? Let's face it, flying anywhere is just too expensive. Wait, what's this? Low-cost airlines. With one call to low-cost airlines, you'll drastically slash your travel costs. We're talking insanely low airline prices to any of your favorite destinations. Where would you like to go? London, Rome, Costa Rica, Australia? Wow, that's cheap. So why wait? Call now to learn how crazy cheap it is to fly anywhere in the U.S. or international. Our prices are so low, we can't publish them. The only way to get them is to call to instantly hear the most amazing best deals on airlines travel. It's that easy. So call now and start packing. 800-215-5141. 800-215-5141. That's 800-215-5141. We're back. Uh, case or no case, uh, Cal, uh, go ahead and lay out uh, what the uh, facts were again about this very interesting wage and hour or uh, EDD claim about All right. Employee. Fast food worker ordered to go to a mandatory meeting. She said, I can't. I have another appointment. He said, you must. It's required. It's required training. She said, well, so I'll be on overtime. Then he said, well, we have a no overtime policy. And by the sides, nobody else is getting paid anyway. And she said... I disagree. So she didn't go to the meeting. He terminated her. And now she went to the Employment Development Department people and said, hey, I think this is uh, a bad thing. What do you think? Do I have a case or no case? And Todd said yes, and Hakeem prevails, the company. Fred said what Todd said, good with me. Well, here's the answer. 
You can be sure that Hakeem went to a training meeting after this for managers after the case came back against his company from the Employment Development Department. He was informed that employees are to be paid when there is required attendance, so every employee, they got fined for every employee that had to go to that meeting, not just her who did not go, but every employee who did because they opened a case on it. Case, Hakeem's company loses. Labor relations make sure they are appropriately fined. I don't uh, have the amount, but I know it wasn't appropriate. Wow, because you know what's interesting, Cal, is yeah. the fact that she didn't show up was was right. With, with But the fact, I guess maybe because he said it, if there's proof that he said you're not getting paid via email or, or evidence. Yeah, see, that's the question I have. He's just, he got fined for every employee that went that who didn't get did paid. Who right. did show up. Right. But did he get fined for her? Yes. No. Because she no. didn't show up. Oh, oh, no. So no. if he didn't get fined for her, then as to her, as to you, the way you laid it out, which is her case, he wins. Yeah. See, Todd's getting technical on me. Here's no, the deal. I think you're right. The company had to pay the money. So in my view, they lost. And that, ladies and But <laughs> did, they lo- did they lose when it came to her? They, they didn't no. lose when no. it came to her. No, not but. to her specifically. Well, then, then, then we get our points. Okay, so what? that is, all right, all right. Do we get? By the way, since Denise we get, is here, do we get? Do we get double points or no? Because Denise yes, of course, double okay. points. So we both get two points. All right, uh, yeah, yeah, because you said it was yep. case. Yes, yes. Yep. you yes. get. You yes. each get two points for the case. All right. Next time, yeah. what would you do? Now, Fred, you drive a fairly nice car. Yes. What fairly. would you do if you took your FNC, that's fairly nice car, yep. to the dealership yes. for service, and you went back, and they said, "We lost it." What would you do? <laughs> well, <I'd> say, <laughs> there, there are fairly nice cars, and then there are fairly nice well, cars. Well, if they lost, I'd say, great, give me the new one. Give me the new version. I'll take that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So we'll tell you what they said because okay. uh, they tried to do that. But that, ladies and gentlemen, pending the uh, resurrection of my audio computer, that is... Case. Or no case. Case or no case. All right. No! And now back to the show here. All right. right. All right. Here we go. So, look, uh, those of you who've been following the show, there's a few um, cases that we follow. And, and one is the Lori Vallow, Chad Daybill case. And um, that is the individuals that. Uh, okay, let me back up. Lori, because D- Chad Daybill is innocent until proven guilty yeah. because he is still, his case is pending. But Lori was found guilty of. Basically, offering her 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 daughter and her son, um, and now she is is uh, it's so funny. Everything around this lady and him, people just seem to die. You know, you notice that people just seem to die, and so now she's being she's got vacation. She's she's got a vacation uh, scheduled to go to Arizona. <laughs> Last time I saw this kind of uh, mayhem, it was the Clinton administration. Oh, but, oh sorry, sorry. <laughs> That was a low blow. Okay. Um, anyway, <laughs> Todd's going to be off here. <laughs> anyway, long story short I mean, it's is... it's true, but... <laughs> so, no, we, we, got, we can't say that's no, true. No, no, no. No, no it's no. not true. Yeah. We don't say that's true. We say that's a theory of someone, but right. not of us. Last, okay, the last time I heard these kind of allegations with a lot of evidence... <laughs> And a bunch right. of dead people. <laughs> all right. Well, that's anyway, all, that's all conjecture. <laughs> conjecture, yes, yes, yes. All right, here we go. So we're, we're talking about mom, Lori Vallow. Lori Vallow, here's the situation with Lori. Um, 
She's now heading back for vacation to uh, Phoenix, Arizona. <laughs> vacation or <laughs> vacation to Phoenix, Arizona to face conviction. Well, she's going to be uh, tried for the death of, or at least, uh, what's the as a conspirator in the death of Chad Daybill's wife. And so they're going back for that one. Well, well, no, no. She's already been Chad Daybell's wife. Yes. She's already been convicted of that. She's already been convicted in, in, in Idaho. In connection in Idaho for the for the death of her children and conspiracy to kill Chad right. Daybell's wife. Now she's going back to Arizona. Right, for to, another one. Because of the death of her husband that he right. was shot and killed by her brother who claimed self-defense, but now they've reopened. That. Okay, now they also are reopening. There's the, the, the also the, okay, the, <laughs> the niece. Yes. The niece's ex-husband of, of Lori Daybill. They're go, she's going back for that also, possibly. That is of true. Of the attempted murder of the niece's ex-husband. All right, you got the flow chart ready, everybody out there? So that one she's going back for. So it's interesting how, as the news reports, you know, come up that after she was found guilty of often her children, uh, they're, they're talking about there and they're, they're, they're doing a, uh, what do you call it, a press conference? And uh, they're saying, okay, there's still two more charges. Up oh, three. <laughs> this other lady pops up that is, has to do with somehow the niece. Up three, so uh, and, and, and the kicker on this one yeah. is is the guy's name is Brandon Bordeaux, and he is the ex husband of Lori Vallow's niece, and and she is accused. I don't know if it's come to full charges, but she's accused. And they're investigating uh, her involvement in a plot to kill him. He testified. He testified in her, her trial against her in the trial in Idaho that right. just ended. Well, here's the interesting thing about that, too. And by the way, I looked them up. What a handsome couple with children, three children. She's uh, her niece is is beautiful physically. I'm sure she's a nice person also. And, and he's a handsome guy. I mean, it's just like they, they just. Uh, but here's another thing that I found. And I remember this, but I want to bring it up. It talks about Chad Daybill, Lori Vallow's fourth husband. Man, I, I, four? She had four. This is number four, I guess. I, I don't know what. I guess one of them got off. I mean, but well, look, she's number four. Look, listen, everybody has to have a hobby. <laughs> <laughs> well, clearly, marriage was Lori. <laughs> the way she looked at the jury after the conviction came down, I'm wondering to myself, do they feel safe now? Oh, With all yeah. the people she's taken out, do they yeah. feel safe? Good question, right? Well, Isn't that so, crazy? She, she, she is in black custody. Widow. <laughs> the Black Widow? Yes. Right? So anyway, that's that's what's going on. There, uh, she's, so th there's going to be more of this. That's just a little uh, update on what's going on. She's only 49. She, you know, I'll tell you, I've seen, again, uh, pictures. She's uh, Once they go to jail, they can't use all the makeup. She just looks a little bit more, I'm going to say, how do I say this politically correct? Hammered or a little more? Well, uh, let's just say she could use a new business I've decided to open called County Jail Makeover. Yeah, yeah that's you exactly know? right. It's just not as... <laughs> they, they, yeah. they, they don't allow the uh, Snapchat, TikTok, Instagram filters. Filters or the, all the makeup maybe too, so I don't know. Or maybe it's a jailbird filter that does that. Too. I'm not quite sure what's maybe. going on. Um, where, and by the way, do we know where she's going to jail? Is she going to Texas too? Just like uh, I guess that Texas low. Well, no, Texas is the low security one. Where possibly we've got um, Elizabeth Holmes going, and so is isn't. Uh, 
What's the name of the gal that is friend that was uh, involved with uh, the the billionaire that was flying around? God, I just spaced the name. Come on, guys. The one we talked. Oh, about. Uh, Ghislaine Maxwell. Maxwell. Where I think she's up in Texas too, isn't she? At that. No, low security. I, I, I thought she was in. Uh, Ma- no, no, she might be. She might be down there. I think she's maybe the Martha there. Stewart luxury prison. Maybe. I don't know. No. So, so here's how. Here's how my odd. Those more federal charges. These are Idaho charges. She was convicted. That's on, right? true too. Here, here's how my odd brain works. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> because I'm thinking to all of this. I mean, it was. It was when you mentioned Fred, the the pictures of Lori Vallow without the makeup. Right. And, and what I want to know is. Um, when was the first time Chad Daybell saw Lori Vallow without makeup? <laughs> because if it was after all the events that he is alleged to have participated in, and after they get married, and, and, and if they waited until the next morning he wakes up and looks over, <laughs> and if that's the image that he saw, is at that, ap- at that point that he goes... I may have made a grave error. <laughs> I, I think they both made grave errors. It reminds yes. me of the comedian when he walks along and uh, got a deer over his shoulder fishing. Game warden comes up and says, what's that on your shoulder? And he goes, ah! Right? I mean, I'm sure that's what Chad <laughs> Dave alone says. That's what my wife does. <laughs> yeah, All right. right. We'll be back. We'll talk about uh, Florida's uh, book band, supposedly. This is an interesting one, and we're going to be following this also. This is Radio Law Talk with Todd Coonan and Fred Penny. Stay tuned. The show continues in a bit. RadioLawTalk.com. Thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. Call now, 800-238-9182. Again, that's 800-238-9182. 
If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In, ready to grow with you. I'm going to quick quack car wash, get my car washed, make it quick quack, pretty shiny, sexy, just because I want to don't drive dirty, going to get my car suds in the quick quack car wash. It's the quick quack, quickest and the cleanest by far, we're talking three skinny minutes sitting right in your car, wash a hundred feet of cloth, washing your car at the quick quack car wash. Any Honda, Mazda, Ford, or Chevy, Sauber, Cadillac, quick quack, no spruce her up, just like that. You'll be happy looking snappy, you'll be glad you was asked a quick quack. Car wash it on the web and go to don'tdrivedirty.com and see where you got your closest quick quack in the local area. Get in your car, get in your truck. Get on the road and come visit the dock. Quick Quack Car Wash, where your car will always leave happy, guaranteed. They take pride in being clean and green by conserving and recycling the water they use only at the Quick Quack Car Wash. Are you having a difficult time getting in and out of your old bathtub? Here's a new, affordable idea to consider. When you bought your home years ago, you had a traditional bathtub, and you put a shower curtain in it, and it lasted for years. But now, maybe you or your mom is having difficulty getting in and out of a high-step tub. For some people, that can be an accident waiting to happen. If you or one of your parents is in this situation, and you don't want to spend thousands and thousands of dollars, call Steve at Senior Safety Pro Tub to Shower today. They can help you convert any old bathtub into a walk-in shower, in some cases under $2,000, in about a week. It's simple, beautiful, and priced just right. Call Steve right now for your free consultation. 800-832-1549-800-832-1549-800-832-1549. That's 800-832-1549. Radio Law Talk. I like that show. You're listening to RadioLawTalk.com. And now back to your host, Frederick Penny. One of the biggest and most important thing in our country is the, um, you know, well, equal protection clause of the Constitution, but, you know, freedom of speech, right? Um, and that's that's a huge issue. And a huge issue has always been book burnings, you know, in Germany and stuff like that. What, you know, what books are, should be banned and not banned, you know, because we got freedom of speech, right? Yep. Um, and so the big issue here now, it's not just that. And, it's, and this is a tough one. It's a tough balancing act. Um, but what about the children and what's taught in schools and the books that go to school? That, I think, um, and again, I'm not a constitutional scholar, but there are some protections there and what books can or cannot be put there. You can't put porn books there. You know, you can't do that. You can't do a, a lot of things that are inappropriate, put it in, in the in the schools uh, with children. But there's clearly uh, this fight now that's going on where we got the um, LGBTQs plus um, books that are, um, you know, Flor- state of Florida is saying uh, are – 
inappropriate for children should not be in the in in there. Well, it, it was in one county, but one county, yes. but yes. yeah, in Florida, and so uh, now, of course, there's a number of uh, I'm, I'm going to say business, um, well, not businesses, but um, uh, publishers, publishers, but there's also. Uh, individuals, I, I don't know. I'm not thinking well today. But there's also individuals that are filing also to to protect these books and allowing them to be uh, in school systems. But where do you draw the line in putting in school s- systems where, where there's small children? The availability of absolutely, you know, where I mean, where do you draw the line of of it's it's not uh, uh, it's uh, not uh, difficult. Books. I don't think. What is it? I think we're trying to make it difficult. Books that depict sexual acts, photographically or descriptive, is that appropriate for a third grader? Probably not. Right. If a parent wants that child to have that, let them go to the public library, check out the book, bring it home, and right. go over that with their children at home. Right. Is it the school's job to have that available? That's the question. To me, this isn't that difficult. But where but, do you draw the line? Where is it? You know, everyone's like, you know, okay, well, if it's showing. Um, you know, trans uh, how to how to how to transition from male to female and all that type of stuff, and you know, you do let you, the parents draw the line. It's their not job. the schools. Yeah, it's their but, job. yeah. Where do you, go you ahead, think? Todd? Yeah, well, I was just gonna. I, I was gonna say that that the, the thing that makes this difficult. Like, I I get where Cal's coming from, where he says it, it should be easy, but it's really not because if you have a governmental agency. And and a school district would fall under the purview of being a governmental agency. And there is any encroachment on free speech. Well, that's going to be subject to a test that the Supreme Court has said applies to these type of encroachments, free speech being what we're talking about here. And that is they apply the test called strict scrutiny, which right. means that the the. Uh, Governmental action has to be narrowly tailored to achieve a compelling governmental interest. And so the, the question here is, you, you want to leave it up to the parents, and I get that. It's just that, well, that doesn't really matter. It, that doesn't really fit the test for strict scrutiny because you're going to have some parents to say, I'm okay with my kid looking at that. Good. And you're going to have other parents Let say, well, hold on, Cal. Just yeah. Hold your jets here. You have, uh, you have other parents that say, uh, no, I'm not okay. Well, that's fine, but the parents aren't the ones being sued as the gatekeepers for what the kids get to see. The one being sued is the governmental agency. And so, you know, what test is the governmental agency, the school district, supposed to employ? Now, I get it. We, we, we refer to certain um, things as clearly i mean you you couldn't go and take a video that you would get at your adult bookstore your adult video store books, and, and yeah. put it in the library i think everybody would say clearly that is not appropriate right? children's the, the school library yeah, the school library public but, library maybe i don't know but what about that but there is a uh, one of the books that is banned is a book that's entitled um the perks of being a wallflower I don't really know what that book is about, but I can tell you it's that... It's probably got its, some stuff that's pretty controversial. I'll and I can tell you, but on its face, when I look at the, the title of the book and maybe even what the cover of the book, you'd really have to get into the weeds to see what that book 
um, what is it that is objectionable? And is that content something that the government could say, we have a compelling interest in not allowing right. this in? And well, it, it gets in the, difficult. What's in the government's interest in allowing it other than protecting unfettered free speech, which among children has never been an unfettered right? For example, school newspapers. They cannot just put anything in school newspapers they wish. So good question. I, 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 I like the way you phrase that question, Cal. Thank you. Because you said, what is in the government's interest in allowing this? Now, here's okay, the, I, got, I here's, see how it twisted myself into the ground. Here's the, the wow. thing <laughs> that you really need to consider. When it comes to your rights under the First Amendment the, uh, in any of the Bill of Rights, those protections are protections against governmental encroachment. The Bill of Rights should not be viewed as something that the government is saying, we have benevolently allowed you to do this. The Bill of Rights focuses on... Endowed Keep by it. our creator. Oh, I got you. No, no, got no, you. Cal, Universal just stop, yeah. stop interrupting me oh, okay, here. Okay, sorry. The Bill of Rights acts as a check to prevent governmental encroachment. Right. So, so free speech cannot be encroached, and when government comes in to prohibit or encroach it, they got to have a reason. So you default to... And it's going to be a pretty yeah. strict reason, pretty high exactly. end. Yeah, now, here's exactly. the other thing. Here's the other thing I want to bring in. There's the, there's a, maybe a little bit of a difference is whether or not these are in the school library or if they're taught to the children. So, okay, let's assume it's just in the school library. That's not necessarily teaching the children. Do the children have access to it? Yes, they do. But they have access, I guess, to the same books out in the public library. But, but if it's actually those books they're using to teach the children – that's another, I guess, another step. And that's what I don't know here, whether or not they're using these books to teach the children or they're just sitting in the library. But if they're not, why would they be there? I mean, if they're not being used in an oh, instructive a, position. Oh, no, there's a lot there? of books in the reference. Yeah, just, they're just sitting there just as if they want to go to, you know, they don't yeah. they don't teach Penryn Boy's book. That's my book that I wrote that sits in Penryn Library. <laughs> now, now, here's the thing that I see with this lawsuit. You know, there's a certain thing that says, always follow the money. <laughs> and this is what I see with the lawsuits we're talking about. This lawsuit is being brought jointly by Pen America and Penguin Random House. It's both publishing companies. Huge. Yeah. Penguin's huge. Yeah. Now, look, I get that those companies might be concerned about the individual book that you could find both in the library or that you could find um, – in the classroom, a book that the teacher is reading to the class, because it's one book, maybe five books, whatever. But I think the big concern here for these publishing companies are the textbooks that might have this stuff come in, because those textbooks, that's where they make their money, is selling a textbook. You sell a textbook to a school, now you're selling hundreds of them to the school because every kid has to have one. And I think that the lawsuit is aimed at keeping the textbooks from being encroached under a book ban or a book burning ban or right. whatever they've got because right. that's where it's going to hit their bottom line. Well, here's the other issue is uh, the bottom line I watched Tower Records again I told about Netflix are they going to be using books in the next 10 15 years these kids maybe not books okay. might be out. I mean all this book stuff might be out and it's all going to be on internet based, right? And it's all going to be online and they might not even have books anymore using the school. Yep. All right, we're going to follow this. This is something that, that continues to happen, uh, and it's, 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 it's a balancing act. It seems like everything's a balancing act. Isn't that correct? And that's what we do. But we're going to we jump into uh, – and we're not going to have a lot of time to go over this because this is, 
this is kind of important. We have followed along what's called varsity. It's the nickname Varsity Blues. And the nickname is is about these fairly wealthy people. And I've made arguments. I'm going to make my argument again because we haven't talked about it in a while. These fairly wealthy people that are giving, quote, donations to the schools and their kids are getting in, these schools. And my argument is, so what if a person gives $10 million for a new engineering building that all children and school kids can enjoy if their kid gets in that school? That's that's good for the public good, right? That's for the public good. But a lot of people go, oh, look, that means the rich people get to do what they want. Well, you know what? A lot of the rich people sure help build a lot of universities and donate to universities all the time. That's what an appeal, appeals court looked at here on these Varsity Blues cases. We'll be back hour two. We're going to cover it after we do another case or no case. It's the so. Ed Hemingway building, Fred. Ed Hemingway. Oh, Ed, Hem- Ed Hemingway was he a writer? Yeah, he wrote a yeah. big check. Yeah, there, that's right? exactly, right. exactly right. We'll be back. We'll be back. Radio Law Talk will continue. Stay tuned. You have been listening to RadioLawTalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated. Okay, I'm talking funny because I'm in the witness protection program. I have too much credit card debt, and I don't want people to find me. Okay, I'm just kidding. We're going to talk about credit card debt. Right, those plastic things that we all have in our wallet. Are you in your 50s or 60s, and you're still carrying around a mound of credit card debt? Wouldn't it be nice to start banking that money and save a little money for retirement down the road? We help people restructure their credit card debt all the time. We show people how they can get out of credit card debt in months, not years. Listen, you'll be carrying around credit card debt for the rest of your life unless you deal with it right now. We offer a free consultation so you can learn how you can finally wipe out your credit card debt and start saving money. Give us a free call right now. Call Debt Solutions Network now. 866-451-3328 866-451-3328 That's 866-451-3328 